When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A long morning here and uh, and a little hungover. A gentleman who's going to be joining us next knows how that feels. Although it, it's my birthday weekend, David. So I just got back from Vegas, uh, went out in the city with some friends, celebrated my birthday last night. So I'm I'm hosting the show a little hungover. But, you know, what is that to you? You 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 pitched a perfect game hungover. So uh, you want you want up me, dude. Well, you're you're on hour four, so I think we're even because it was about four hours from the game, <laughs> a little over four hours. So I think we're 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 equal. Uh, David Wells is joining us here on ninety eight point seven ESPN. Brought to you by Teza, uh, phenomenal pouches uh, that you put in between your cheek and your gum gives you a lot of energy and focus, especially if you're about to tee off. Uh, maybe it's late at night, yeah. have problems sleeping. Throw in that pouch as well, calms you down. Get you in a real cool it vibe, does. right? Right, and 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 helps you go no, to sleep. It so does. whichever whichever way you want to roll, and, and David, I know I'm a big fan. I use them, uh, and I know you're a big golfer. I, I can't wait. My golf season starts now in May. I can't wait to use these uh, when I'm about to tee off. Uh, when do you use your tees of patches? I, I use them all the time, and I remember when Brent uh, came out with these, and you know, I thought it was great, and. So that's when I was coaching high school, uh, my high school team, Point Loma High School back in San Diego after I retired. And so I started going to the baseball conventions with um, um, they they had for like college and all that. It would be wherever in, in Nashville, Indianapolis, all these places. And I would just go there just helping them out. And then people would come in with their cans because people wanted to quit dipping, but a lot of people have a hard time. Mm-hmm. doing it because it's such an addictive nicotine so addictive and uh so i was there and then if they bought a whole tray then we do an autograph picture or a ball we started doing that and then people just started getting on people so when i was in spring training with the yankees um you know just after i retired brent would give me a bunch and i would bring him in and the guys loved it joe girardi loved him so we just started doing that, and I've just been advocating for them and trying to get people to quit dipping. i still got two people I'm trying to, Jim McMahon and, and Pat Henkin, who won Cy Young in 96, and those guys just refused to do it, And but I'm still working on it. But we've had a lot of people quit dipping because I'll tell you what, you know, if you're married or your girlfriend, they don't want to kiss you. It's like kissing somebody after they smoke a cigarette. It's the same thing, so... You know, teas are great because it's herb and, uh, and caffeine. So it's great. On some, many has the CBD ones that are great. I love those because I'm a and, big CBD guy. And they have the minty ones. So, uh, you know, you, you really want yes. your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your, your significant other to kiss you. Use the minty ones. Again, there's seven flavors. Visit teasaenergy.com. Also, you can use the code ANITA25 for 25% off your first order. So uh, open up the show uh, was, uh, was, was, was trying to be funny. Uh, seriously, I, I am hungover, and, and I know you great. were hungover when you, pitched your, when you pitched your perfect game. Uh, you know, we just saw what happened with the Mets a few days ago. Of course, it wasn't one pitcher 
sure it was it was a team effort their bullpen nonetheless but kind of take us there what is it what is it like you know it's funny it's like and, and I, I'm, I'm gonna throw in golf as well in 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 this conversation because a lot of times like man if my, my goal every time I tee it up is I want to break 80 okay I, I want to shoot in the 70s every time and so if I shoot like right. a 30 if I shoot like a 36 or a 37 on the front nine I don't want anyone telling me I, first of all I don't I don't I don't like taking a scorecard. I, I let other people do the scorecard. I don't want anything to do with it. But I don't want anyone telling me that I shot a 36 or a 37 and I'm on my way to breaking 80 in the back nine. Don't talk to me. Don't tell me that. So I, I just use that as an example. Like we see it when, when pitchers are about, you know, they're pitching a no hitter, perfect game, a possibility. Like nobody sits around them. Nobody talks to them. Is it, does, does that, does, does that help or hurt? That is, I feel the same way a hundred percent because when I was, when I was living in San Diego, I was a member at the Crosby and I would play the morning guys. We'd play every morning. And there's, you know, a lot of times where I was on the verge of breaking seventies and going for sixties. I mean, like on many occasions and like with three, four holes left, the guys say, all right, man, just par out. You're going to shoot 68 or nine. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Why are you telling me this? And, you know, I don't want to hear it either. It's just, it's just the kiss of death is basically what it is. And all those times I, you know, I would shoot a 70, 71, 72. I'd be pissed off. I, I'd go home. It ruined my day. <laughs> and then finally I, I, I broke the ice. I shot a 68. Um, it was my lowest round. I had an albatross on top of it as well. So nice. I was playing really well at that time. But you don't want to hear that kind of crap at all. And, you know, and it's it's just one of those things that, you know, if the people don't know, you know, those types of things, especially in a perfect game or a no hitter, you don't talk to them. You know, you just kind of avoid it because nobody wants to be that guy that that breaks, you know, your, your no hitter up or something like that. And I know it's it's not their fault. It would be my fault if I gave up a hit or something happened. But it's just, you know, a superstitious. And well, I, you know, I'm, I'm the same way. I don't want to do, I don't, I don't want to hear it. Don't tell me what my score is. None of that bit. Cause then I'm going to get pissed off at you. <laughs> well, you retired 27 batters. Take us there to that day and that game. Hey, really, how were you feeling? And, uh, and here's cool. another thing. A lot, a lot of times if I'm not feeling well, I feel I have my best shows because I'm overcompensating because I'm like, you know what? I don't feel well today, but gosh, darn it. You know, I, you know, this show has my name on it and I want it to be the best. And so, and so I over, I overperformed. Did you feel, was that something that you felt happened to you that day? You know what I mean? It was, it was, I was so hungover. I felt like crap. When I got to the stadium that morning, David Cohn's like, wow. I go, what? And he goes, you stink. He goes, just go back and hide. <laughs> and I, I did. I, I, we drank a lot. We drank a lot that night at, at the SNL party. Jimmy Fallon and I, I mean, we just one thing led to another. It was a stupid thing, but you know, be honest with you, I've pitched a few, not like in that, in that, you know, that extent of a hangover, but I've had, you know, times where I did, but it, you're kind of more relaxed, you know, because you just, cause now you're thinking I got to keep the team in the ball game. So you're not really, you know, you're not really thinking about a whole lot of things. You're thinking of just, Let's just get this out, out by out and, and do all that kind of stuff. But, you know, so it, it worked for some people. Some people would be hungover and they wouldn't make it out of the first inning. So, you know, I've been sober as hell. 
and and got my sleep, got eight, nine hours of sleep, and never made it out of the first inning. So it's just, you know, it just depends on what what, what your mixtures are and, and how, you know, how you uh, how, how your mindset is the next day. Because with me warming up, when I threw my bullpens before a game, if it was like I was like spot on and wasn't missing anything, I was worried. When I had my bad bullpens, that's when I had my best games. And it was unbelievable. And I had a really bad bullpen that day. Well, it sounds like me on on the golf course. I I go to the driving range and I'm slicing everything. I go out and and I do break eighty. I go to I go to the driving range and everything's on point. You know, I, I walk away with a ninety two. So we're all we're all pluses on the range. I'll tell you that. <laughs> right now, my game my game is so bad. Right now, I am like I went from like a five handicap to I'm almost a ten right now because I'm going through a swing change right now. But it's like you got to be kidding me. And I played in Bill Murray's um, uh, charity event this past few days um, nice. over in St. Augustine. And I haven't had a hangover like that in a long time. <laughs> and yet the other day I was just like, oh, my God, what am I doing? I, I looked down to putt and I start spinning. I'm like, this is not fun. And it took about 12 holes before it went on. I even tried to have a drink. And the kiss, you know, and they said the hair of the dog. That's BS. It doesn't work anymore. <laughs> you, you, Not you, at all. You, need, you needed more Tiza uh, nutrient pouches. That's what you needed. Uh, all right. Before we let you go, oh uh, let's 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 talk a little baseball. The Yankees, man, uh, looking to win nine straight. Looking to sweep Kansas City. Severino on the bump tonight. One and zero with a two oh eight ERA. Um, you know, Garrett Cole, uh, six, six scoreless innings yesterday to uh, beat Kansas City three zero. This Yankees team has come alive, haven't they? They, they are. I mean, I don't, I don't, haven't watched baseball in three years, to be honest with you. But I, you know, I have a lot of friends that are Yankee fans, and they, they kind of keep me updated on what's going on. And you know, and I talked to Brian Cashman the other day. I haven't spoke to Brian in you know a couple years, and you know, I was just thinking about. I love Cash. He's a great guy. You know, he gets a bad rap by a lot of people, but he's just, he's really doing his. You know, he's doing his job getting the pitching that that the Yankees need because if you don't have pitching you're not going to win and when these guys start gelling because I told them it's amazing how they can't be on the same page in 98 after our first four games we were on the same page for the rest of the season and that's why the pitching and hitting was so good there in 98 but you know when you got guys that are going to go deep into the game like that you're going to win a lot of ball games because then you don't use your bullpen you don't need them because your guys are doing their job and then you can go situational after that but you know, it's nice to see that with Severino. He's a stud. He's got a, he's got a great arm. I've seen him pitch, and you know, and he's a guy that can go deep into the game. But that's the key. You can't go five innings, you know, like they're doing nowadays, and then use your bullpen up because you're wearing the bullpen out all year long, and that's not expected. These guys need to go complete games or at least seven, eight innings, and then give it up. Uh, let, let, uh, just out of curiosity, I, I feel like each and every uh, every each and every like five years, it's less and less, right? Like Sandy Koufax, what mm-hmm. some nights he'd pitch eighteen innings. You know, he would pitch double headers, yeah. right? And then and then now yeah. it, it went back to like okay, eight innings, and then like five, ten years later, okay, now it's six. Six were applauding pitchers to get through six innings. Now we're looking at five. Soon it might be three. Why, why is that? Why do you think? Why do you think the, the the inning count is is getting less and less for these guys? Well, it's the analytics of it. They're they're breaking <clears> it down. <throat> they're saying, okay, 
how good is the starting pitcher through the first inning or for the first nine, then the second round, and then the third time through the batting order and just seeing how these guys compare and, you know, how they wind down. So they're breaking down all the analytics and, and that's where they're going these four and five innings. But then, you know, I wish I was still playing because I'd be making a ton of money because if I could go five and throw five scoreless every year, I'd have a zero ERA and all that. But my thing is, is that it's the analytics of it. And that's where Brian and I had a little discussion the other day about that. You know, he's like, pitching's never been better. I'm like, I call BS on it because of the fact that, you know, you got these Nolan Ryans, you got all these guys, okay, they're throwing 300 innings a year. Mm-hmm. They're winning 20 something games. They're, you know, they're just, they're grinders. They're built for that, but they're not built for that these days. There's only a handful of guys in the league that can really sustain that, that, that kind of endurance through the game, but cause they don't let them. And that's the thing you got to let them. And, and that, that's where it's hard for me to watch the game now because, you know, I want to see these guys going in there. I want them to have that opportunity to go nine and get a complete game. That was my job to do. And then Joe Torre or any other manager would come out, you know, with eight innings. I'm like, I'm not, I'm good. I'm good. No, you're not. We need to get him. No, I need a CG tonight too, bro. So, you know, that's my job. And, but that's the mentality that I had in my era and the guys before me. Now it's like, they're happy to come out. It seems like, and that's kind of sucks. David Wells joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Before I let you go, um, so I host a golf show every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. It's called On the Tee with Anita Marks. Uh, We've got the Mexico Open happening right now. Lackluster field. I think John Rahm seals the deal later on this afternoon. Then we got the Wells, the Byron Nelson, and our second major of the season is mid-May. Tiger Woods out there at Southern Hills right now, teeing it up, playing to see how he would feel. Of course, we saw him at the Masters. First two rounds were great. Last two rounds were uh, were not so hot. Uh, what are your thoughts on the second major? Who do you have? Who do you think is going to win it? You know what? There's so many good guys right now, and, and Cam Smith is playing unbelievable. And he and he's like he's like a big game golfer, like a big game pitcher. He's he's that guy, and you know he's in my top three. Um, you know. Jordan Spieth is always there. Justin Thomas is always there. You know, you always hear of, of Kepka and, and DJ, but, you know, those guys are, are bombers. But, you know, it, it's like I, I compare these guys right now to the 98 team. It's, I always go back to because everybody contributed. So you don't know who's going to win it out there. Um, so, but to me, I, I, I just I like, I like Cam Smith, the way he's playing these, these majors. And, and he's doing really, really good. So that's kind of – it's him and, and probably Spieth. And and uh, and obviously you got uh, um, which of a call who won uh, the Masters. Uh, Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, Scheffler. Scheffler's won four events this year. So he's probably – and he's the number one player in the world. So, you know, you always got to have him as number one and all that. But those other guys are underdogs and they're going to do it. So, but, yeah, I, I, I love it. I mean – and I'm a big fan. Xander Schauffele and I are really good friends. Charlie Hoffman and I are really good friends. And I'm, I'm wishing Charlie would, you know, start playing better because he's, he's good for the game. But, you know, Xander's a young guy, and he plays up, and he won that, that match. So, you know, I'm always rooting for those San Diego guys. 
Um, and by the way, a little quick note here. Scotty Scheffler, originally from New Jersey. Uh, don't listen to those uh, golf analysts tell you he's from Texas. His family, born and raised in New Jersey. And I want to say, I think Wayne, if, if correctly. And then at a young age, they moved to Texas uh, for his career to work with certain coaches and, uh, and, and be able to get to the golf course early in the morning, which he wasn't able to do to do as a kid here in, in, in New Jersey, but he's a New Jersey guy. Okay. So, uh, so we're always rooting yeah. for Scotty Scheffler here, uh, in dirty Jersey, uh, final thoughts Never on your roots. No, you don't. Final thoughts on Tiza nutrient pouches. This segment brought to you by before we let you go, David. I think everybody should at least give it an opportunity to to uh, to do it to, to get to quit dipping. You know, obviously we know the effects that with the mouth cancer that you can get from from regular tobacco and all that stuff. So I mean, even these kids. When I was coaching high school, I was giving the kids the teaser because there was kids that were dipping and I didn't allow it. And obviously the the CIF wouldn't allow it either. So I started bringing those and they loved it. And I, I just think everybody should give it an opportunity because it's a great way. It gives you a lot of energy, you know, like I said. And then they, obviously they, they, he's become very advanced with it. So you can put stuff to bring you down a little bit and all that. Because like I said, with the CBD, with the aches and pains and the arthritis, it, you know, it compensates it. It doesn't take it away 100%, but at least it takes the irritability out of, out of your body. And at least you can function without having that god dang i hurt my elbow my knee my shoulder but you know what brent's really come a long way and there's got a lot of other competition out there with those other companies i wouldn't go in there i would stay with teza because i'm biased and i know it works so <laughs> there you go, go. teza.com and check it out and i guarantee it you will not be disappointed TizaEnergy.com, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, you can use the code Anita25 for 25% off. David, thank you so much. So fun having you on, and uh, good luck with your golf game. Hope we'll, we'll talk to you soon. I hope so. I appreciate it, Anita. Thank you. You got it. You got it. David Wells joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. 800 919 We still have a clicker. Don't click coming your way. We'll find out what is trending around 1130 a.m. on this Sunday fun day. Uh, with you until 1230, leading into the Bucks Bucks Celtics game. Tip-off at 1 o'clock. Pre-game show starts right here at 1230 on 98.7 ESPN.